0: Hi there, incredible body of Christ, Calvary Bible Church, Nassau, Bahamas, and welcome to other online viewers. Today's devotional is called 311. As you know, the 311 Police Command Center is where you go to get permission to do certain things during the curfews and during the lockdowns. It's a number that I regularly have to phone each week actually to seek permission to do a live stream worship service from the church building on Sunday mornings. Usually what happens is they ask me to email them my request and the names of the individuals who'll be participating in the live stream. Then they mention six foot distance between us at all times, that we have a total of three hours to be doing this project and so forth. Then when it's time to go to the church building on Sunday mornings to do the live stream, Each of the participants have to phone 311 on their own, identify themselves, tell the commander at the command center uh, why we're going to the church building. Then they usually ask, uh, where do you live? What time are you heading out? Uh, Where are you going? Where is Calvary Bible Church located? Um, What's the vehicle you're driving? The make and the uh, color and the license plate number and carry photo ID. And sometimes we get stopped and most times we don't, but we're ready and in place having had the proper permission from the police. I usually always make sure to also thank the person helping me at calling him sir or her ma'am and genuinely thanking them for helping to keep all the rest of us safe in these, these times, just to show my respect. The book of Daniel, in the Old Testament, was written by, by the Holy Spirit through a man named Daniel, a Jewish uh, deportee to Babylon, probably went as a forced exile to Babylon when he was 16 years old. The, the captivity in Babylon was 70 years, so roughly 86 years old uh, when he was released from that Babylonian captivity. He loved the Lord. He honored the Lord as a teenager He honored the Lord as a young adult, as a middle-aged adult, and then as a senior adult, he was all about honoring the Lord. And part of how he honored the Lord was to pray, to regularly set times of the day where he would pray. Just like clockwork, people would know that Daniel will be praying at these certain times of the day, every day. I'd like to read to you how uh, some in Babylon framed Daniel, and they framed him based on the predictability of his prayer life. And it says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 4, Then the commissioners and satraps began trying to find a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to government affairs. But they could not find a ground of accusation or evidence of corruption inasmuch as he was faithful, and no negligence or corruption was to be found in him. Let me interject. He had risen to the highest levels of the civil service in the government of Babylon. And so his service record that was impeccable. There was nothing they could blame him for that would get him into trouble based on his uh, work in the government. Verse five, then these men said, we shall not find any ground of accusation against this Daniel unless we find it against him with regard to the law of his God. Then these commissioners and satraps came by agreement to the king and spoke to him as follows. King Darius, live forever. All the commissioners of the kingdom and prefects and satraps and high officials and governors have consulted together that the king should be a sta- such that the king should establish rather a statute and enforce an injunction that anyone who makes the petition to any God or man besides you, O king, for 30 days shall be cast into the lion's den. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it may not be changed. According to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which may not be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document, that is, the injunction. Now, when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house. Now, in his roof chamber, he had windows open toward Jerusalem. And he continued, that's the point, he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before God as he had been doing previously. Bless him. He had that track record, that reputation, of praying three times daily in a certain room that was available to him, and they knew it. And so the only way they could figure out to get him into trouble was to have the king write an injunction that was unchangeable, that anybody who prayed to anybody other than the king would be thrown to alive to the lions. And so they sought to do Daniel in in this manner. Daniel was not afraid. He was not intimidated. He was not going to back down from his commitment to his God in prayer. And he prayed, and they caught him, and they arrested him, and they threw him into the Den of the living lions, the hungry, vicious lions, and God gave all those lions lock jaw overnight. Nobody uh, in that lion 's den harmed Daniel in any way. The king lost plenty of sleep that night, in fact he didn 't sleep because he was so guilty that he had thrown Daniel, a man that he respected and appreciated, into the lion 's den without having him having done any crime except pray to his God, which he always did in those seventy years in captivity. But God spared Daniel's life, gave those lions lockjaw, and the king came to believe in Daniel's God. And it was a wonderful uh, testimony and a wonderful happy ending. But what I wanted to say is that 311's requirements, they vary. Uh, Sometimes we're asked for an email, sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're Uh, told to phone after we get the permission sometimes we're not told to do that what we're actually told to do almost Sunday by Sunday can change slightly Uh, as good as the officers are at 311 sometimes they make mistakes all humans make mistakes so one of the weeks recently um, although I asked permission by an email for eight from Calvary Bible Church to go to do the live stream when I got there I found out two of those eight uh, were stopped by the police and looked into it, and they weren't on the sheet of permission, but it turned out that they had been put on the wrong sheet. Instead of the Calvary Bible Church sheet, they have been put on the Calvary Baptist Church sheet. So what I'm saying is that the command center, as good as it is, and how much we appreciate it, has human errors. It's going to. But the ultimate command center, heaven, God, there's no... Variance into what he has told us is right and good and righteous. And there's no mix ups on the um, records of heaven when it comes to permission or permission not granted. And um, we have a perfectly perfect command center, a perfectly perfect 311. And it's wise for us to check in with the perfect 311 center and the perfect 311 commander, God Almighty. To see about our plans. Are they God's plans? Do we have God's okay to do that? How should we proceed if we go ahead and do that? These are all questions we need to ask. And maybe as you hear 311 referenced in any way in the next days, you'll think about the ultimate 311 command center and being touched with that 311 command center through prayer, no matter what, even as Daniel was when he risked his life to be in touch with that 311 command center. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that your command center is perfect, always open, no error, no mix-up. Thank you that you give us in your word what you permit, and you give us in your word what you do not permit. Help us, Lord, not to be um, intimidated by anybody who thinks us praying to you is silly or um, not a good idea. Help us to keep talking to you in prayer to the ultimate 311 command center. And we pray this for your glory and our good. In Jesus' name, amen.